0: Money FM eighty nine point three Best of Weekends.
1: We are going to go right now to the projector to talk about what's uh, what's on the big screen uh, over at Beach Road and um, we'll figure out what Chinese what New we, we want to go and watch. And joining us is the general manager of the projector, Prashant Somasundram. Prashant, hello, welcome, happy post Chinese New Year, happy Valentine's Day. Great to have you with us.
2: Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's great to see you as <laughs> always. And uh, tell
1: us what's uh, what's on the go at the projector. Were you guys? Were, first of all, were you open this weekend? Did you have uh, people coming in to watch?
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, this this was the first time we were open throughout, including the Chinese reunion dinner night, which mm. uh, usually we would take a break. Mm-hmm. But because we know everyone's stuck and with all this no visiting of you know larger than eight. In houses we were like, okay, let's let's take the chance and nobody's traveling for long weekends anymore. Right. Mm. So we we opened and It was actually it has been a great weekend. In fact, if you're thinking of watching something at the projector today, everything's sold out. So all our nine screenings are pretty much sold out. So it's it's been I mean, yeah, it's with social distancing, so obviously it's you know, fifty percent reduced capacity. Everyone's, you know, like been been coming to watch movies and it's uh, so we had a special screening of Eat Drink Man Woman. Oh that's Unleashed, a good one. Unleash a classic film. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, something that we specially scheduled. We brought it back to the big screens because it was something that's appropriate with reunion dinners and you know, having having meals around with family and friends and it it's uh, yeah, and, and everyone's been coming out to watch that.
0: And so you've it's not just that movie, is it Prussian? You actually have a, a Chinese New Year film festival of sorts don't you You have a couple of movies for the period
2: yeah that's right i mean what we've always been doing these days is to have both a, a hybrid kind of option where you have it in the cinema or if you want to watch something at home on the projector plus we've uh, you know scheduled some films online that you can stream also so we've we've done uh, so long my son which was uh, the linal um, best actor and actress award-winning film uh, you know that that documents to a couple with, the, uh, with their kid over three decades. It's a beautiful movie if you haven't watched it. Um, so that's available to stream on the Projector Plus. And a, and a pretty quirky animation film called Have a Nice Day uh, which mm. is about this uh, gangster who steals his money from his boss to to fund his girlfriend's plastic surgery. It's, it's very you know Tarantino kind of uh, animation, violent kind of film but it's, it's great fun. And mm. just to follow up on that Prashant,
0: You know, cinema going is actually a key part of the Chinese New Year festival, isn't it? For a lot of people, I mean, obviously the the big Chinese movies locally, the Jack Newell movies over the years, the uh, Mm. Hong Kong blockbusters, the mainland Chinese blockbusters, they often come out over Chinese New Year. It's a very integral part of the Chinese New Year tradition, isn't it, for many Chinese families?
2: It is. Uh, I mean, in fact, last year was you. You really felt the hit when it was just pre-circuit breaker, and you know, like four of the Chinese temple movies were shelved, and all the cinemas were scrambling to try and fill you know the gaps um, because of the impending cinema closure. So, you know, the, the Chinese New Year weekend has been traditionally a very strong weekend for the box office, and. In fact, this year, even in China, like the film, I think it was called um, Chinatown Detective 3, mm. there was, you know, it broke records in China itself. So it's it's interesting to see that, you know, the the people are starting to go back into the cinemas, even, even in China and in Singapore, it's been a very strong weekend for us. Um, so besides just Chinese films, we also released an American indie film called um, The Climb, which is, um, you mm. know, something that... Um, It it was a a Cannes Film Award winner, Um, a bit of a, you know, about friendships between two guys over uh, many years, very toxic friendship, but it's a great comedy. And we were looking for something lighthearted, you know, because I think everyone's a bit dreary. You know, since 2020, and we're, we've been also looking at a, a bit more light fare to offer everyone.
0: And just out of curiosity, mm. you know, you've got the festival going on now. You say that the, many of the screenings are sold out, which is fantastic. What is the general makeup of the audiences over Chinese New Year? I'm not expecting you to spy on the different races in the dark, <laughs> you know, do this sort of straw poll, right? There's six Chinese, four Indians, whatever. <laughs> but generally speaking, what, what is the makeup, the composition of your audience over this period?
2: It is pretty diverse, as it is, you know, throughout the year for, for Projector. But we do, I mean, we, we get a lot of the expats, um, you know, 50% tend to be uh, expat audience. Mm. Uh, but but the remaining 50, it's it's pretty diverse. Um, and, and we do have a lot of Chinese coming through, largely because, you know, either they go visiting and then they come to watch the movies after that, or they, um, you know, come hang out with their friends uh, because they can't go visiting. So it is it is. I mean, it's a very social kind of event. And the projector in particular lends itself to that where you can have a drink at the bar before that and watch a movie and all. So, you know, we we do have groups of friends coming in for that experience.
1: Prashant, you know, it's been about a year now since the first time we talked to you and had you on the show, you know, with the pending um, circuit breaker and and kind of a little bit of doom and gloom about what that would mean for He's us. like the fifth Beatle for us. The cinema. Exactly. exactly. He's our, he's our fifth Beatle. Exactly. You know, it's like I talk to you more than I talk to my brothers in, in the U.S. But um, And I love my brothers in the U.S. Uh, but but seriously, now that we're a year on, you know, proper year into this, what what do you take away from the past 12 months and how the circuit breaker and how COVID has impacted you and your fellow big box movie theaters.
2: Yeah. I mean, for us, obviously it has been a very steep learning curve in trying to, I mean, we projector has always been premised on the experience of bringing people together and, you know, all that whole celebration and fun post screening, you know, music parties and all that, all that's gone, you know, and, yeah. and for us, it's like having to rethink what the projector experience is going to be in, in COVID times. And also, you know, with this whole streaming, it's it's something that we need to to go into and it's something that we've gone in quite committedly since July last year, and we're pushing a lot of content, which we may not have been able to show on the big screen largely because the audience wouldn't have been that you know large enough to to sustain a big screen experience. So it allows us to be also a bit more experimental in the content that we're providing on streaming. So for us, it's it's about being adaptable Mm. um, and and, yeah, I mean, we're we're here and we'll see where it goes from
0: now. And how is it working? Because you've got this almost neat microcosm that the big studios are doing worldwide, the likes of Disney, HBO Max, Warner Brothers, of course, with the streaming and the big screen releases working in coexistence. I mean, does one cannibalize the other or does one support the other in your experience so far?
2: I mean, I would say it's still a bit too early to tell, um, largely because with our capacities reduced at 50%, it's a necessary thing that we need to have uh, because rents haven't changed. So we still need to find that capacity to, to, you know, get the remaining 50%. So I wouldn't say it has cannibalized yet because demand is still strong and we're regularly selling out our weekend slots, but it's not enough. We're now out of the wood just because shows are being sold out, you know. We still have to make up for the remaining 50%. Um, and, yeah, so for us, it's about being creative with our uh, film programming and finding a new audience for the streaming platform because our audience tends to be the one that wants to come and experience it on the big screen or with your friends yeah. in a very social environment. So, you know, we, we are still working on it. Uh, we're still figuring out what kind of programming works for a streaming platform mm. um, and who the audience will be in, in a very niche Singapore um markets
1: yeah. yeah very interesting talking about the Prashant Somel syndrome the general manager of the projector here on beach road and, and uh, in addition to your brother uh, prakash saying hello on facebook live right now he said hello little right. brother <laughs> looking good uh he does look good with the beard actually <laughs> it's does. very becoming very becoming is that beard, prakash. Uh, thanks for that prakash <laughs> uh, but you. anyway Prashant, when you when you look forward now the you know the predictions of when things will be, you know, quote unquote, normal again, um, really vary. And some people are already talking about next year, 2022 and beyond, uh, especially with travel and tourism and things like that. But uh, I would imagine going forward, that's going to have some impact on you. Do, do you feel like the streaming side is going to be the way forward for uh, the projector? Or are you still hoping that you can reinvigorate people, you know, in, in larger numbers coming back into the theater on Beach Road?
2: No, I think with the social distancing, it's going to be something that, that will be, you know, we'll see it through at least 2021 um, and more, longer. Um, so we're pretty much, you know, premised on like this is going to be the status quo for now. But we are moving on a very hybrid format. So even for all the festivals, we're going to do both streaming and in cinema and often an experience for whoever feels comfortable to come to the cinema or to then to just, um, you know, stay at home and watch something with their family and friends in a safe environment.
0: Lovely. Mm -hmm. Well, just finally from me then, Prashant, as an Indian Singaporean, you are completely qualified to answer the next question, which is, what makes the perfect Chinese New Year movie for you? (laughs) Bearing in mind that our next guest, who is listening, is Hosan Leong, who I believe may have even been in one or two local CNY movies. I'll check that with him shortly. (laughs) So, in your humble opinion, what makes a great CNY movie?
2: I mean, to me, it's really something that needs to be lighthearted and something that you can enjoy with your friends, a very social kind of experience. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, to be frank, actually last night I was watching a film called Dead Pigs, which is by Kathy and the one who did the um, Birds of Prey*. So it was the first feature film set in China in 2018. And it's it's a comedy, but it's also like, you know, with a lot of, uh, so it ends with almost a karaoke kind of song with everyone, almost a farce, but it's such great fun. So if, you know, if uh, you have a uh, movie, do watch uh, Dead Pigs. It's it's really entertaining, but talks about the social issues in China at the same time.
0: For for no other reason, and I could just see asking my popo in Topayu, "Let's watch a CNY movie. What's it called? Dead Pigs." <laughs> I want to get a copy of that oh, movie you know. poster. It's, it's worth it for that alone. It's worth it for that alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Prashant, thanks so much for being with us today and updating us. Always great to have you on uh, Prashant Soma Syndrome of the projector here in Singapore. Go to the projector. If you haven't been, get out, go see a movie, support our local, uh, our local vendors, our local art house movie theater and or use the streaming service as well. Prashant, thanks for being with us. Thanks,
2: guys. Have a good
1: day.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg